1: Feral Audio. Feral Audio.
2: From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast.
0: Hey, everyone, welcome to a special live edition of the Todd Berry Podcast, live from Just for Last Festival in Toronto with Margaret Cho. Amanda Brooke Perrin, and Kay Trevor Wilson. It was a good one. Great crowd. And uh, I'm on tour a little bit. October 7th and 8th, I'll be at the Comedy Attic, which is a great club, in Bloomington, Indiana. And on the 8th of that weekend, I'll be doing two shows for the Middle Way <coughs> – excuse me. A benefit for the Middle Way House – which provides safe living for victims of domestic abuse. And Jesse Eisenberg, the actor, will be hosting that. And he will be also giving me uh, some acting work, I imagine. I can't imagine that not happening. November 4th, I'll be at the SOS Festival outside of um, Austin. I forgot the name of the city, Mix Something. November 17th, I'll be at the Texas Theater. In Dallas, November 18th and 19th, I'll be at the Come and Take It Comedy Festival in Houston. And there'll be a lot more shows added soon. I have a Los Angeles date coming up. Well, that's not till January, but uh, Atlantic City, maybe some other stuff. Hopefully some other stuff. And go to feralaudio.com to support this podcast or other podcasts. You're already listening to this one, so I guess that's all the support I need. But you can go to their um, Support Our Artists link at feralaudio.com and click on Support Our Artists. And now that was repetitive and then uh, it'll link you to an Amazon page where you order your stuff from Amazon and part of it will be donated to the podcasters. And uh, what else is there? Mm-hmm-hmm. I have a book coming out. If you just put up Todd Berry, look up Todd Berry in Books on Amazon. It'll lead you to my one book that's coming out in March. You can pre-order it now, though. I'd like to sell a few million of them pre-order. That's what I am anticipating. It's called Thank You For Coming to Hattiesburg. It's about my tour of uh, secondary market cities. Might be better than that sounds. That doesn't sound good. As I said that, I realize that does not sound like a good book. But it's a tour diary. Everything I do is funny, so it'll, it'll be good. And uh, what else? Um that's it. You know, I got other stuff, but uh, I don't wanna be repetitive. Anyway, enjoy this episode live from Toronto.
3: Put it together for the one and only Todd Berry.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: All righty everybody. I didn't realize this was a conference. (laughs) Wow, that sounds boring. (laughs) There's not enough conferences at comedy festivals. (laughs) But anyway, I don't know if you noticed, I came out to Eric Clapton just because I thought it'd be the last thing you'd expect me to walk out to. This guy's holding the whole show together right here. Front row center, just did a little clap. (laughs) God, I hope that was recorded. Because <laughs> people are listening at home be like, I didn't hear that clap. Anyway, this is a little warm-up I do. And uh, I guess I shouldn't announce that it's a warm-up. I should just do it and have it serve its purpose as a warm-up. Different set of rules when you're doing a conference, though. <laughs> These are conference rules, people. This is a great chance, as I mentioned, to get up and intimate with someone who plays this size venue all the time anyway. (laughs) This is a rare opportunity for me to perform for the amount of people I generally perform for. But uh, lots of unauthorized photography, that's cool. Nothing more riveting than some live podcast pictures. (laughs) But I understand I'm famous and it's exciting it's the kind of thing you, you let out you have to, holy shit people all the way slightly to my right <laughs> people all the way pretty close to me anyway let me see should I do some of my amazing crowd work sir should I destroy you a little bit I don't know that might not set a good tone or it might set the perfect tone here I'm going to try some on you sir are you here by yourself or are you here with this woman okay holy shit Oh, weirdos. <laughs> I can't believe people by themselves at a live podcast taping. <laughs> That's usually considered date night. I'm surprised anyone's got anyone with them tonight, actually. What do you do, sir? Uh, I work in an ice company. You work at an ice company? Wow. Did you know that doesn't actually exist? There's <laughs> no such thing as an ice company. Like ice? Yeah, well, yeah, ice, ice dry ice, ice sculpture. Holy shit, ice. anything, ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you heard me.
1: <laughs>
0: this guy was all cocky with his ice. Yeah, ice, anything you can think of that's ice. Ice cream, uh, except for that. <laughs> except for the first thing that you mentioned. What a weird job. And what is your actual title there at the ice company? Uh, Assistant project coordinator. Holy shit. (laughs) That's serious. No, I I wasn't being serious. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I know you think I have a really intense job. No, I actually don't think that. (laughs) I was joking around, making fun of you. Well, that's cool, man. I wish I could, will you ship some ice to me? Just, Uh, no, after that comment I just made, right? (laughs) You're like, I was gonna, but that was not cool. (laughs) Ironically, that wasn't cool. (laughs) Your slam about my ice company was not cool. (laughs) I'm over explaining something you already got. (laughs) Anyway, folks, this is, you, know, you guys are good. I've done a lot of these live podcasts, and usually the audience is not as good as you are right now. Maybe because you're in conference mode. <laughs> like, hey, this is a conference. We don't want it to be conference mode, so let's, uh, let's overcompensate by being a better audience. <laughs> I think what I said just made sense. <laughs> Look at that groovy people all over. Oh, my God. All right. I guess we'll start. <laughs> If you were waiting for some big finale to my warm-up, it's not going to happen. <laughs> what are you eating there, lady? Um, pretzels. pretzels. Pretzels and dip? Pretzels. Holy shit. This place is all right, huh? <laughs> How much do those set you back? How? It doesn't matter. That's boring. <laughs> if, you uh, if that would have rolled off the tongue, that would have been an exciting moment. But I don't need you consulting the menu. <laughs> Boring my crowd. (laughs) I'm just fucking with you. Enjoy those. Ladies and gentlemen, my first guest, you know her Margaret Cho, everyone. Margaret Cho.
1: Uh,
0: Yeah, that was good. We're going to have to license that music for $400,000. <laughs> How's it going, Margaret? This is your second consecutive, consecutive podcast today, huh? Yeah,
4: today. Today. It's, it's, uh, it's going well. It's going... I'm, 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 I'm... Oh, I speak in the microphone. No, I thought
0: you meant like right now it's going well. No, wow. this is
4: going awesome, too. Um, it's, I feel like I'm not looking at you. So I got to... I'm talking. I feel like I need to look at you when I'm talking. I'm going to hold this like you are all casual. Like this. I like that. Yeah.
0: Now it's like we're we're, uh, out to dinner or something. (laughs) (laughs) You remember when we had dinner in Edinburgh?
4: Yeah, we had dinner in Edinburgh, but it was like um, not really, it didn't feel like we were having dinner because the tables were very low because it was like at a coffee house. So we were trying to do a makeshift dinner and make food choices from the coffee house seem like it was like a dinner food, like it was like a bagel but it was coffee and it was a low table.
0: Oh my God, I, I was worried you wouldn't remember that.
4: I remember every <laughs> single thing about oh God, it. Um, is, I remember it also be- it was an odd time. It was like at, like around now, it was about three o'clock.
0: And it was, it was terrible too, right?
4: Yeah, it was terrible. Well, hanging out and stuff, was that was nice.
0: No, no, I don't mean our Our, our conversation
4: together. was great, but the food was terrible. Yeah,
0: the food, yeah. Oh, oh. It goes without saying the conversation was great.
4: Yeah, it <laughs> goes without saying, sure.
0: Why were we? Did we go see a show there together?
4: I feel like we must have. It was kind of one of those things where we it was in between. It wasn't really dinner time, so I don't think that it was. Uh, that that was why we had to sort of make shift the dinner at the coffee house and we, we must have seen a show.
0: What did we see? Do you remember? Was it? No. It wasn't David Sedaris, was it?
4: It was David Sedaris. See, I have a memory I feel, also. Yeah. <laughs> Now I feel bad that we I didn't remember that right away. Well, you, you, you know why? Uh, it was because um, after the David Sedaris show, he and I talked, and we were going to go out later that night, and then he didn't show up.
0: Really? So that, signing books. That's why.
4: No, no, no. He was—he was just. It was. This was uh, like a late night thing, like around eleven o'clock. We we were scheduled to meet somewhere, and he didn't show up. That's why I blocked all of that out of my memory.
0: Do you, um, that's the type of thing that would get me angry.
4: I, yeah, I was kind of pissed off. Like, I, I, I was in Australia last week, and I was supposed to go out with Hannah Gadsby, a very funny uh, Tasmanian comedian. Uh-huh. And uh, she and I had made plans to go to a restaurant called Lucy Lou. Okay. Which I don't think Lucy Lou knows that, that that's her um, <laughs> restaurant. She uh, had was not consulted at all. She
0: would have to fly to Tasmania to sue them.
4: Yeah. <laughs> no, this was in Sydney. Oh, okay. And we were, no, in Melbourne. And we were scheduled to meet at 5 o'clock. And I was with other people. And we were waiting. And Hannah didn't show up. And we were just waiting. And I, I got really like uh you know nervous about it and then then she just I texted her and I called her no answer and um, it was really upsetting and then I um I realized that she has done this to me every single year for the past five years I just forgot every single time I know I don't know why I didn't didn't forget about David Sedaris but I did forget about her
0: you let her slide for some reason
4: for every single time so year after year she just Blows you off? Yeah, we have, we have, uh, we have, we are like doing shows at festivals and then um, for some reason I make plans with her knowing full well she's not going to show up, but then I totally forget, so. Uh,
0: That makes me want to cancel my upcoming Tasmanian tour. (laughs) 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 Doesn't it? 25 cities, oh well. (laughs) (laughs) Have you done a show in Tasmania? I have not. Australia's great, though, huh?
4: Australia's great, and in Australia, I mean, Tasmania is in Australia. Yeah, I, I think I knew that. <laughs> I didn't know. Shh. I do. I do a lot of shows in Australia. I just came. I, I came off a tour there. So did you, you did? Yeah. Did you do sh- uh, the festival this year?
0: No, I've done the festival twice, and then I got this sweet gig. Sarah Silverman was going over there mm-hmm. to promote a movie. What, what's that? Wreck It Ralph, and she booked two gigs and flew me. And I was there for two weeks and only had to do two gigs. That's great. One was at the Sydney Opera House.
4: Yes, very good.
0: And uh, destroyed.
4: Awesome. Awesome.
0: (laughs) How cool have I just walked off right now?
4: That's a mic drop for sure. (laughs) That was
0: a mic drop. Did you, are you uh, you down the Opera House, I imagine?
4: Yeah, I did that uh, this time. And then, but also at the Opera House at the same time as me was My Fair Lady. So uh there's a lot of costumed actors in the commissary uh from My Fair Lady when you walk or walk around you see them.
0: Were they in the uh, in a different room I assume.
4: They were in another yeah in another theater because it's just it's the Hopper house but there's like three different theaters right. in there. So they were in there and uh, so my sh- show seemed a lot less glamorous. Did you
0: Did you just get back from this tour? Yeah. Wow. That's like we? what?
4: We're always traveling.
0: Do you get tired of it?
4: No, I like it. I mean, I I think, well, now I really like traveling because we usually get to go first class or business class at least. Oh, yeah, we do. (laughs) No, you got it. You got to be able to... You can't, you can't just fly in coach, do you? Not to, not, not to Australia. Not to Australia. Yeah, you need the bed because it go, like, leans down into a bed.
0: Yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, I've, I, I had that. I've benefited from that. Yeah, that makes it a lot better. And the miles, holy shit, let's get into it.
4: Yeah, miles are great. You know what I want to save enough miles to go on um, Singapore Airlines Suites class? <gasps>
0: So I've heard that's the best airline.
4: Yeah, and you you have basically a hotel room in the in the sky, and then your bed is like a queen size bed Fuck. that you just fucking lay down in with this big giant seatbelt across. Like it looks, <laughs> it looks like you're fucking like a like a gift, you're like your Christmas present when you go. I love that it's a queen
0: size bed. We still have to do the seatbelt thing. <laughs> Was that on the honor system, or did they actually open your door? No, the they suite?
4: just check and see. They they, they will put you in um, in the bed and then put the seatbelt over you. Oh, my God. And then you can watch any movie you want, and then you can have lots of different kinds of cuisine. Um, there is a similar airline. Um, it's Qatar uh-huh. Airways. And uh, cause I, I went to Doha, and um, there, when I was on the plane, it was all sheiks. So everybody... Everybody had that, the, the chic headdress, and it was like flying, like Lawrence of Arabia. Everybody looked like that. And um, I, it was so nice. And you, you could have any kind of different, like, cuisine, like Thai or Indian or Italian or whatever. And then I, I thought it was the most beautiful, beautiful plane. And then I got out of my seat at the end of the flight, and I looked down, and there was a bloody floss pick in my seat. And it just wrecked the entire experience for me. Like, I just thought I'd been sitting on a, not just a floss pick, but a bloodied floss pick.
0: That's all it takes, huh? The <laughs> <laughs> guy back in coach is like, hey, no bloody floss pick for me. Huh? No. Shitty seed, no sheiks back here, but uh, <laughs> also no bloody floss picks. Bloody. That's all, I mean, that right. is the thing where they could have cleaned it 99%, and then they missed that one thing, and it ruins the whole.
4: But was that one thing that ruined the whole experience,
0: which were you first class?
4: Yeah. (sighs) Yeah.
0: Have you done the private jet thing?
4: Um, I've done the private jet thing only one time because I was in Haiti. And I was um, trying to get on the commercial flight to get out. They only had one a day in this particular airport. I was trying to get out to Miami. And uh, for some reason, the flight got canceled. And so I was stuck there. And I had to get to Miami to go to do a comedy special in Seattle. So I chartered a jet. And um, it was very expensive. And they came and they picked me up and they took me to Miami. So that was the only time I... So you've
0: never toured on a...
4: No, no. I think that would be prohibitively expensive.
0: I know. It, it does. I mean, when I do it. No. I, when I do 120-seat rock venues and spend $75,000 to get there,
4: <laughs>
0: it eats into the profit.
4: We have a... Uh, I'm doing a gig in... um Hawaii on New Year's Eve and we have a private jet so it's me, David Cross, Eddie Vedder and Bill Maher. Wow. So we get a private jet from LA. That's a pretty good show. That's I a think. weird show. It's a weird show. Uh, I don't know where I fit in that lineup but
0: I was just, I was just thinking where does Eddie Vedder fit in that line. It's just, yeah I mean, at least the rest of you comedians in
4: it? Actually, he seems like he fits in. Like you could, you could see him doing. Well, he'd probably do a ukulele set. I was going to say,
0: just packs his uke, gets on the jet. Yeah. Like, don't worry, guys. I just have the uke. We're gonna have plenty of room in here.
4: <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll have a jet for that. We're going to um, Maui and then I think Hawaii. Uh, you know. Is this Oahu. a corporate
0: gig or is this just?
4: A- no, no. It's it's. I think Bill Mart does um, a New Year's thing every year there. So it's an annual.
0: How many days? You, how many? So like t-shirt. two days. But how many days will you stay there?
4: Oh, probably five.
0: Yeah, just to hang out. You've been to Hawaii, right?
4: Yeah, yeah. I I, I really like Hawaii. I would live there.
0: Really? Because yeah. I went there for the first time last year, and I've heard it was oh you, you'll never want to leave. And I was like, I think this could get boring.
4: Yeah, I mean, it could get boring. But I like boring. You know? Do you? I like that kind of like beach lifestyle where you, you know you get real super tan. Like I would get really giantly fat and super tan and then just totally fit in look like everybody else on the island (laughs) (laughs) you know I would just gain enough weight where I would just slowly start to blend in and then you would never see me again and I would just grow coffee
0: do you uh you could probably swing for a little house there Vetter has a house down there right
4: um, yeah, I guess so. You like I, don't that I call him Vetter. Vetter. Um, I don't know him well enough to call him Vetter, but I didn't know he had a house there. Do you
0: know, I've never met him. He seems like a pleasant guy.
4: <laughs> no, I've never met him. I, um, oh, you've never met him either? No, I don't think I have. You know, I've been in, in shows with him and never actually talked to him.
0: That's weird, as a comedian, you've done more than one show with Eddie Vetter.
4: <laughs> yeah i know it's weird no i i'm also a musician so oh, so every that. once true. every once in a while i'll do shows with like bob mold or the foo fighters or you know but then for some reason and eddie, and eddie vitter but i've never actually talked to him
0: yeah i've done shows with musicians but um not vetter not vetter maybe we'll do a co-headlining tour <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny just to get that offer to him somehow just <laughs> tom barry wants to do a co-headlining tour. <laughs> He's a big fan and just like equal billing and uh, split the pay in half. I think that would be a great show. 6,000 seaters. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That would be great. I would love that. He'd probably be up for it because he'd want to appear like a fun guy. (laughs) Be like, yeah, I'm doing a comedy show. You know, you got to lighten things up once in a while. (laughs) So uh, look for that tour date coming up soon.
4: There was that thing where um, musicians were like trying to... Uh, sort of promote comics. Like, do you remember when um, Weezer was in Spin Magazine and one of the guys, I think Matt, had a t shirt that said, I love Ginny and Garofalo? Uh-huh. And then um, where, there was like a, another instance of that, but there was like comics and musicians having sort of a crossover period.
0: Yeah, that, I mean, remember that was a thing Like, like indie bands would do it, and then people who didn't know better were like, this is revolutionary musicians doing shows with comedians. Well, like Vegas in
4: 1933. Yeah. Very very I think it's yeah, but it's a it's a good it's a good show.
0: It is, but it's it's a uh, it's, it's risky, don't you think?
4: Well, it depends. I mean, I think like Every time I've done a show with musicians, I usually do music, so it's never... I don't know, like, it would be hard. Like, you know who the only crossover guy that I know that can do, like, a a rock show really um, is Neil Hamburger. Yeah. Neil Hamburger often does a lot of rock shows. He's
0: very resilient. Like, he'll have... Thirty thousand people pelting him, and he'll be like, "Yeah, I'm getting through the set."
4: Yeah, it's great. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, and he's, then, he's, um, so he and I just did um a show with Psychic TV, but I sang with uh Psychic TV. I didn't do comedy. I don't know much about them. Are they like uh? They're an- the, Genesis Peorage is the lead singer of Psychic TV, and Genesis, she um was married to a woman who was dying of cancer. And so they were doing this art project where they were getting plastic surgery to become each other, or they were trying to become one person. And then the wife died. So Genesis became her.
0: Where does a comedian fit into that?
4: I don't know. I was just, just singing with <laughs> her. that
0: translated into comedy show?
4: I have no idea. Wow,
0: that's crazy.
4: Yeah, and I, I, I told this, I explained this to Jerry Seinfeld one time, and he said, uh, Oh, I call that a doci do when a guy becomes his wife.
0: I love that he had a name for that really obscure specific thing that I
4: I call that a doci do.
0: (laughs) I love it. Now, Margaret.
1: I'm glad you filled
0: in the awkward about to be awkward moment with uh, a big booming laugh. This
4: is very funny.
0: Well, just that I didn't know what to say next.
4: Yes. <laughs> I thought you it seemed like you knew what you were going to say.
0: That's the well I said it with that confidence. Yeah. I guess not the confidence that wasn't confident enough for you to stop laughing when I said it. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe not confidence. The opposite of confidence. Now, I was looking at, now, I talked to you yesterday and you were saying how you never have road stories.
4: I never have road stories. I feel
0: like something.
4: Somebody somebody always has like a storytelling show and they go, it's all road stories. Like we have some big trunk full of road stories that we have ready at the ready. I never do. Because, I mean, my life is never. it's the road and my life is no differentiation you know it's always all road so i am always on the road and so road story would just be a story
0: right it's uh i just wrote a book thank you and it's it's a tour diary but it was a struggle because sometimes like yeah i went to a coffee shop and sat there for three hours yeah that's interesting to read about (laughs) but it's gonna be a great book check it out (laughs) comes out in march have well, you written roads. a
4: book yes well no i haven't written a book, but uh if I'd writ- if I had written a, a book about road stories, it would just be me at the hotel and then me at the gig and then me back at the hotel so
0: let's say let me i looked at your tour schedule. you have some clubs and some theaters do you uh what do you like let's say you're going to St Louis for a few days i know that
4: that's a club yeah
0: yeah w- will you uh what will you do during the day
4: um I will probably um go uh I don't know. What would you do in St. Louis? I don't know.
0: I would yelp coffee shops.
4: And then go to a coffee shop? Then I
0: would yelp places to eat.
4: Yeah, probably. I would probably just go someplace to eat or um, go to a coffee shop and eat there. Cobble a meal like we did. Oh, my God. Um, I think, uh, yeah, that's about the extent of my activity.
0: Do you do a lot of things alone or anything alone?
4: I have. I... I, I you know, I have, um, I don't usually go on the road alone. I usually bring um, opening act, usually my friend Selena Luna or Ian Harvey, who's here with right. me. Um, so we might go to uh, the mall or something, but that's a stretch because um, it's, it's not that exciting to go to the mall. Really? Do you like the mall?
0: Well, I just, because I live in New York and we don't really have mall culture there. I guess we have some of it, but so I go, sometimes it's exciting to go, ooh, mall, just like when I lived in South Florida. <laughs> And then you're in the mall, you're like, hey, I don't, I remember I don't like malls now. It's rough being on the road is what I'm saying.
4: Yeah. There's nothing to do. I mean, you know, there's, uh, I guess you could go to the movies, but then I always feel like if I have to do a show that night, if I go to the movies during the day, I get panicked. Like, I'm sitting in the movie theater like, what am I, what am I doing in here? I should, be, I should be doing something else or not doing anything at all. Right. You know?
0: But do you, just, have you, do you ever just sit in your hotel room all day?
4: Yeah. Really? Yeah, I like that. I mean, sometimes I get uh, hotel back and book eyes. That's what I call it, book eyes. <laughs> when you've read your Kindle for so long that your eyes are hurting, that's book eyes and hotel back just laying on the bed.
0: I have that, but with real books.
4: Mm, book guys. I just
0: wanted to sound pretentious. <laughs> I have a Kindle as well. Yeah. Which one do you have, paperweight?
4: Um, I have, uh, no, have a I have one. a really, really old, old, old iPod, uh, iPad, and it's so heavy. It's like the first generation iPad, and so I'm reading the dirt the dirt. You know that Motley- it's Motley Crew. Oh, okay. It's like all the different perspectives of the different st- th- their uh, s- their story as one, but there are different perspectives on it. So it's like. Uh, Rashomon. You know, you have the different perspective from the, this one story. <laughs> from
0: Tommy Lee, though.
4: But Tommy it's like Lee. Like Rashomon
0: with Tommy Lee.
4: Yeah, Tommy Lee and Nikki Six. Nikki Six is very funny, I think. And is it's he? a good I think it's a good book. Yeah.
0: I remember a quote from one of those guys. It may have been Nikki Six, whose whose quote was, "I need mucho chicks. I'm always horny." <laughs> 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 and I just the mucho chicks thing was just like that's. The best awful thing I've ever heard in my life. Mucho chicks.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Who
0: talks like that?
4: That's really... It sounds like Tommy Lee.
0: I'm always horny. I need mucho chicks. Can someone go check to see if there's mucho chicks? <laughs> <laughs> mucho. Oh my God. Now... Performance-wise, if you could, all things being equal, would you rather perform in a what size place do you think is ideal to do stand-up? I like a
4: comedy club. I like a comedy club because it's sort of it's contained. It's about usually about three hundred people, and then everybody's really tightly packed, so they're sitting close close to you. Right. Um, I don't like an audience where they're really far away um, or in a gradient um, like a. Like arcade style sitting, where they're really they're up stacked up because I think they're gonna fall. Somebody's gonna fall, <laughs> so I get nervous, like watching this sort of wall of people. That scares me. Some sometimes that's a weird thing.
0: Do you like the house lights up or down?
4: I like them up because I want to see who I'm talking to. I'm the same way. Yeah, I like
0: them up. I know comics want to pitch black. It's like that's terrifying.
4: Yeah, well, I don't like a pitch black because usually somebody's on their phone. Yeah. So you, then you see the one person who's distracted and they have like a blue face.
0: Do you um? Are you strict about that kind of thing, or do you just?
4: Well, I, it depends on how long they're taught. Like they're on the phone. If yeah. they're on it for a long time, then I'll I'll say, please stop doing that. And the, but if the lights are up enough, I can't see it.
0: Yeah, I used to point out every incident like that, and then I realized, you know, if you just turn to the right, sometimes you don't look at them.
4: It and helps not not.
0: stop the show, but I will occasionally stop a show. Just, I'm just so sensitive. <laughs> Is everyone? Did everyone
4: leave? What happened?
0: <laughs> The entire place is no. It's a server
4: versus nobody's leaving.
0: But uh, I did when I did comedians in cars. Seinfeld. He. Uh, I asked him about um, cell phones and stuff. He goes, "I don't care about anything that goes on past the foot of the stage."
4: Mm-hmm. And I thought that
0: was an interesting perspective.
4: That is interesting. I think uh, nobody is going to be on their phone if it's Seinfeld, though. Like you know, like if if it's it, he is such a big star that nobody's going to be doing anything i mean if 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 they have a phone they're taking his picture which he doesn't like so i think that that he would never have people on their phones
0: yeah i don't um i feel like people just i guess because uh, now they, they clubs still go put your phones on vibrate it's like well in 1999 you could say that before yeah. there was texting
4: yeah but just don't yeah i don't shut
0: your fucking phones off
4: yeah <laughs> Does, doesn't David uh, Chappelle have a, a thing where if you if you go in the showroom, you have to put your phone in like a bag?
0: Yeah, I think uh, there's a few people doing that. it yeah. just seems like an honor system thing that I don't, like, what, are you going to frisk people? I don't know how that works.
4: Yeah, and then what, are you going to give their phones back to them later? And they're, There's they're some gonna...
0: system. There's like a company that does that. But
4: but they they put them in a bag that has, they, they can't, um, you know, or I don't know, they can't text out of the bag or they can't open the bag. I don't know. Some, I don't know something like that.
0: I want in on that, though. It's interesting. Let's do it.
4: But you don't want... I think with Chappelle, he doesn't want anybody filming the show.
0: Yeah, I went to see Kevin Hart and they made so many announcements about not filming. They're like, mm. yeah, we threw 75 people out of Madison Square Garden last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but They don't uh, want
4: anybody filming.
0: It's pretty impressive that you could pull that off in a huge place and get people to basically yeah. behave. Yeah. But... Uh,
4: I don't know, but um, Jerry Seinfeld, nobody's... Everybody's going to be watching him. Nobody's... If if anything, they'll be trying to film him, but I don't even think that... I think Jerry's so... He's so uh, scary about that. Like, he really doesn't like anybody taking his picture or anything, you know, he shuts it all down.
0: Yeah. They, um... What was I going to ask you next? Oh, it's... I just lectured you about cell phones.
4: (laughs) Yes. And now...
0: I just stopped the show with my heavy-handed lecture about cell phones, and to hear that beep is—unless that was my beep—that could have been. That was yours. Oh, that that was was my phone. Whoops. (laughs) That was your phone. (laughs) I think you're right. This is a a clock program that I yeah. It's very big.
4: It's it's quite like I'm like scared. It's like it's a it's like a time bomb. It's going yeah.
0: I hope it isn't.
4: It's like a time bomb.
0: Yeah. So, what do you have coming up, Margaret?
4: i'm doing a show with kevin hart i'll have to see about uh the announcements where uh, oh isn't that in uh, a mohegan uh, sun yeah it's mohegan sun it's with sarah silverman so it's are you doing it too (laughs) i think you are
0: you think i am wow that's well
4: i think you are doing it i think it's you and me and sarah and kevin
0: if that's true (laughs) my agent overlooked something (laughs) He didn't tell me. Oh, by the way, there's this arena show you're doing.
4: Yeah, it's it's a big show. <laughs> no, I don't it's believe i on it's that a, one. You don't?
0: No, but.
4: I'll miss you because uh, I always like to see your act all the time. Seriously? Yeah.
0: I feel like you and I have known each other a lot. I knew you like way back and met you in New York.
4: Uh, we know each other. Uh, it's been like 30 years.
0: But I feel like we've had maybe seven conversations in 30 years. Yeah, not, I don't mean that in a bad way.
4: Just no, like, but that, no. I would say more like 10. <laughs> I think more Could like be 10. 10. <laughs> no, because I remember <laughs> there was um, this thing where I saw you in Sidecar.
0: Oh, that, that little two-man show there.
4: Yeah, had. and then I had to, uh, uh, w- there was something that we talked oh. like three or four times about from that particular show.
0: Oh, that was, there was a line that you liked in it, yeah, but I it, forgot. M some with mama?
4: M no, it was like something as you were something was my, but you said it was muh. Oh yeah. It was muh.
0: Fuck, I wish I remember that.
4: <laughs> Kinda like it was it was like my birthday, yeah but it was yeah. not birthday. Like I
0: launched into an arbitrary accent for just one word.
4: Yeah, for just one word, and it was so funny. And then we had actually several conversations about that particular thing, and I can't remember it at all. Well, my bedroom. It was my bedroom. Yes, it was my bedroom.
0: I don't remember anything then, else, but it was and, my bedroom. But we
4: fought about it, and I was like, no, it's my. I said, no, it's my. And then you said, no, it's my show. So then you, you shut it down. Oh, I did? Yeah, you said it's my show. Your memory's ridiculous. Yeah, so I, that, 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 that part I remember. That was, but it was so funny. And then I love Jonathan Groff. Yeah, that's a different
0: Jonathan Groff, not the actor.
4: Not the actor. He was uh, the, the head writer for, was it Conan?
0: Yeah, yeah. Conan. Now he runs, I think, Blackish. Oh, okay. He's a good friend of mine. I've never watched that show.
4: Um, He's a very funny guy. He's not very blackish himself. No, he's... uh, The whitest guy. The whitest guy.
0: Yeah, he's not even whitish. He's whitest.
4: He's whitest. But he's very funny.
0: He's very funny. Do you find that... Is that weird? Because I'm saying that, like, we have friends who do big things and we don't even support them in a way.
4: Um well I like that show. Okay. I, 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 I support
0: it. I have friends.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh isn't it weird that I do this thing that I wish you had said you did also?
4: Um No, but I uh I, I like that show. I, I'm friends with Anthony Anderson. He was my husband on another show called Tilt Death, which uh starred it was it was Brad? What was his last name? You know the um, tall comedian. Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. Yeah, it's his. It was his show. Um, him and Julie Fisher. It
0: was a little funny. You forgot his name.
4: I totally forgot his name. Um, but uh, Anthony Anderson and I uh, were uh, husband and wife on that show.
0: I feel bad. I never saw that show. It was a good show. I've never watched The Wire either. So. Isn't that,
4: people always tell people, people of of number one things that people you hear, they tell you, you have to watch The Wire. Yeah. Have you watched it? No.
0: (laughs) But you know you have to.
4: No, I know I have to. And then people telling me that I have to makes me now want to watch it even more.
0: Sometimes I have that sort of like, oh, yeah, too much hype bums me out. But then there also is like, The Wire, when am I, like, hey, you need to watch this. It's just, block off 106 hours. (laughs) And I'm uh, gonna order a pizza. <laughs> Trust me, it's worth it. Or and they always say it's like eight episodes in it gets really good.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Margaret, I need to bring someone else out. I here. know. I'm 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 disco um, this, this pretty, pretty no you didn't bogard.
4: No. I'm yeah. gonna move by, over so you can, yeah. can this this can be another person's
0: and feel see. free to chime in. All right. In case you were now, Margaret Chover, everyone, she's right here. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna burn these last two out quick. <laughs> well my next guest is a Canadian comic who's very funny. Amanda Brooke Perrin, everyone. Now Amanda, I feel like when I met you you were just going by Brooke. Is that am I wrong about that? No, that's my like social media, Brooke
2: Perrin. At Brooke, I don't. Okay, I didn't mean to to plug myself
0: right
1: away. (laughs) We'll get Um, to that. You guys
2: were just dropping so many celebrity names, and I was like, I like my credit is I performed at a woman's dying party once. (laughs) Like that's where I'm at in my career. Sounds
0: like you got a story. So yeah, I can't believe you don't
2: have any. (laughs) I can't believe you don't have any road stories, Margaret.
4: I don't have any road stories. That's crazy. I because I don't differentiate um, being at home from being on the road so i can't uh compartmentalize particular stories that happen to me on the road because it's just what would happen every day
2: it's a very interesting life. Um I am not that. Um I okay, yeah, I was in well, Claire's Home, Claire's Home Alberta.
0: <laughs> you you what?
2: Claire's Home Alberta and I performed at a woman's dying party and I was 6 months into comedy. Dying party? Yeah, she was attached to an oxygen tank. Uh-huh. Wow. And I uh, I walked in with the other comic and they were watching a slideshow of her life and crying. <laughs>
0: Was she going to die at the party? Was it like an assisted was, suicide thing?
2: It was like pretty close. It wasn't, that wasn't allowed at the time.
0: You raise a question like, though, what do you charge for a gig like that?
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta feel, uh, I
1: gotta
0: feel like there's got to be some sort of, right, you know, normally I want this, but uh, under the circumstances, we're going to knock 20% off as courtesy. <laughs> what a weird, that's the ultimate road story.
2: It, yeah, it wasn't good. It was really bad, and I was supposed to do 15 minutes because I was so new. And, and they're then- like, "She
0: doesn't have 15." She
1: doesn't have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. The doctor's like, "Yeah, you might. You can do six <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my. I, so you knew ahead of time what you were walking in No, no one oh. told
2: us. This is what, when we, it was like in a church basically. And then I was supposed to do 15. I cut out at like seven cause she apparently wanted to do comedy, um, but never had the chance. And then, um, I asked her if she knew any jokes cause it was like, it was like 30, 80 year olds and five children. Uh-huh. In the audience. And then she told the most racist joke of all life. <laughs> Just the most racist joke. Uh, and then I said, thank you so much. Uh, I've been Amanda. And then I went and got a taquito from the 7-Eleven. Wait, what was...
0: <laughs> so no catering at this party?
2: <laughs> yeah. It was like soups. Like a soups? lot of soups. Yeah. <laughs> oh my
1: god <laughs>
0: this oh is like god. the most horrible yet worth it for the story gig <laughs> oh my soups hey uh, one thing i forgot to tell you about this party <laughs> it's a woman's dying party and uh hope you like soup
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> i hope you like soup and then a racist joke by the woman who's dying <laughs> who got you this gig uh, I, I know it. I can't get it now, but who's...
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, it was a friend of a friend who's no longer my friend. Um, no, yeah, it just... And I was so new, I, was, I just took anything that came my way. Yeah. Um, including death.
0: Did it pay well?
2: No, absolutely not. I had to also help out with gas. Because we drove.
0: How far did you drive for this gig?
2: Uh, probably two hours.
0: Wow. Two hours, that's a little uh, petty to ask for gas money for a two-hour drive.
2: From the headliner? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that now.
0: Here's me driving with you, and you offer me gas money. Here we go.
2: Okay. Here, here you go, Tom.
0: Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm paying you shit money anyway, so. (laughs) And there's something about this gig I need to tell you. So, uh, put your two loonies away. That was nice of me to call them loonies. Was it? (laughs) I'm the guy who comes, hey, it was nice of me to call your money what you call it when I'm in your country. (laughs) Calm down. Um... That's a sweet gig.
2: Yeah, pretty sweet gig.
0: Did you get any laughs?
2: Uh I would say no. I'm a, it was a hard no because it was um I was so new and it was a lot of weird dick joke based material. That oh, you mean there was
0: other comics on oh, There a bunch of comics on the book.
2: There was two. It was two of okay. us. Okay. And uh then the headliner did fine. And then they t- I think they tipped us $100. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, fuck, it's all worth it, then. $100 and a takeout and some soup to take home. Yeah. <laughs> Potato leek, that's the best one. <laughs> so you're moving to Los Angeles, huh?
2: Yeah. Is that a bad idea? You're in New York. Yeah. Why don't you live in L.A.?
0: That's a weird question. <laughs> oh shit you're right i should live in l.a <laughs> yeah i don't know new york's a pretty solid showbiz town don't you think
2: yeah it just seems like uh, america's divided on it
4: i like la but then i you know what i lived in new york for a while i did a show out there and so i lived there for i guess seven or eight months so i guess i could consider myself a new yorker for that period of time
0: i could see you live in new york longer. yeah like a nice loft yeah I house it while you're away.
4: I would be like a welder. I would be a welder during the day and then a dance really hard at night. No, that's Cleveland. That's Cleveland. I always think that flash ass is, is set in New York, but it's actually Cleveland. <laughs> I
0: didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you made the leap from uh,
4: being in a loft. I
0: must be a welder if I'm living in New York.
4: <laughs> yeah, I always associate like a loft life with being a welder and then being a dancer and dancing really hard. Oh, uh, no, it's it's rich people who live there. Yeah. Not welders. Not welders. Yeah, how could she afford a, a loft if she's a welder? Oh, no, she's a dancer, too.
2: And we all know dancing makes a
4: lot of money. Yeah. <laughs>
0: What's the plan for L.A.? Are you moving there to get on a TV show, do stand-up?
2: Hopefully everything. I don't know. I'll take what I can get. I took a woman's dying party, for God's sakes. I'll take anything. <laughs> I'll take anything.
0: Hi. You've been there before many times.
2: Yeah, I've spent two summers there and visited a few times, done some shows, and uh, it's. Oh, are you okay? You dribbled I just a, a little bit.
1: myself. Please
0: don't tell the listeners at oh, home. God. I just,
1: <laughs> oh no!
0: Uh, I'm gonna have to make a note to cut that part out. <laughs> I appear flawless on my episodes.
2: This is so raw, though.
0: This is one of the raw, most <laughs> down and dirty podcasts you'll ever yeah. get to. <laughs> It's really too nice a day here in Toronto to do something this gritty.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like something you would see on The Wire. It'd be like...
0: <laughs> 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 this is like... I, I'm guessing what they have on The Wire. I feel like this I've is the opening scene. I've seen The Wire on, either. Media? Yeah?
2: What happens? Actually, it's, don't ruin it. We want to watch I it show, I don't later. know,
4: but it's, oh, they always say, oh, it's so gritty. That's what people always say, The Wire. It's so gritty.
0: I bet it is good, but it's just like who. I mean, well, I was going to say who has the time, but then I realized I do actually have the time. <laughs> I, I could watch it twice, actually, and, and still have too much time on my hands.
2: What, what are you watching?
0: I'm, I'm actually still getting through Mad Men. Oh, great show. It is a good show. Yeah. But it, all, these jo- all these shows, it's like an assignment, you know? When you're like suddenly go, I should have watched Mad Men.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's like a part-time I'm going start job.
0: now in 2015.
1: Yeah. I know I've,
0: it's that was last year I know that oh
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> everyone's ready to correct me No, I know what year it is
4: I've been rewatching the X-Files
0: never watched the second of it really yeah
4: X-Files yeah yeah I've never watched X-Files I know it's weird <laughs> one of your peers was on one of the episodes Wayne Fetterman Come Wayne Fetterman? Fetterman's on it oh Wayne Fetterman's on it he plays a character named Wayne Fetterman <laughs> I think that's for legal issues or something. I guess. I don't know. But that, yeah, who, who other of our peers was on it? Kumail. Oh, Kumail's on... on Kumail. Kumail. Kumail's on X-Files? Yeah, he's... Oh, the, the, the new the X-Files. Latest, yeah, the oh, latest Oh, the new X-Files. I, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. So, but I love Kumail. He's great. He's I didn't so know, really funny. I haven't human. watched the
0: new one because now I, I didn't know until just then that there was a new one. <laughs> and ergo, have not watched the old one either. I've never said ergo on my podcast. <laughs> or actually out loud ever (laughs) so what's the plan so you can get there are you gonna do you have money saved up
2: yeah i've been saving for a long time because uh the green card process is uh hard did you have to get letters yes i had to write letters saying how amazing i was and then get people to sign them it was humiliating
0: oh was the thing where you're like hey can you sign you know i'll write the letter just you just
2: yeah, don't even read it, please. Because ha- you basically, if you're a Canadian moving to America, you have to prove that you're an exceptional alien. And uh, I don't know if I am that. <laughs> I <Aww>. love-
4: <laughs> oh, oh, that's nice, though. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, it was
2: really nice. But, um, yeah, it's a very long, arduous process.
0: So people write letters like, uh, I have seen Amanda, yuck, yuck, She had eight minutes, and it was... Uh, she stood out amongst all the people on the show that night. It was a showcase. She'd be make a great asset to United States.
2: Literally, yeah. Is it stuff like yeah, that? Yeah. It's like,
0: <laughs> I don't know why the crowd chilled me out on that. I was, they, be, <laughs> I I was, was it because I only gave you eight minutes? And that's yeah, I yeah. All right, let me do it again.
2: No. <laughs> they know I only have seven.
0: No, it wasn't an, it wasn't an attack on how much material. It's, I thought it would be funnier to go shorter for the largeness of the letter.
2: Yeah, I guess they didn't agree.
0: Here we go. <laughs> I saw Amanda do a blistering seven-hour set
1: <laughs>
0: at Yuck Yucks and sure the waitstaff wasn't happy but, but she filled all seven hours with non-stop punchlines I think it's the type of stuff that will go big in L.A. where the average set is four minutes <laughs> <laughs>
2: Four cold minutes that at the comedy store, they do three minute sets, which doesn't make sense in my brain.
0: But you know what, though? You can actually if you do a three minute set, you could be amazed how much you can do in three minutes. Could you like think of the last three minutes of this podcast and how many laughs I've got? <laughs> uh-huh.
4: yeah. yeah.
0: Would you agree with that, Margaret?
4: Um, one time I did a set that was for an audition and I was so nervous um, that I did two minutes and 47 seconds.
1: Whoa. So, uh,
4: and I didn't get the audition. I didn't get the job. But, uh, so I think you can do a set, although uh, it wouldn't be very good. You're just getting started, I think, at two. 2 minutes and 47 seconds. Yeah. I think, or 3 minutes even. I didn't know they did that at the comedy Comedy. It's story. at the, there's an open mic that starts at 6 and ends at like 2 a.m. or something. It's just oh, a Oh, and then they have just door. a revolving, like new comic, like yeah. new faces or something.
0: Did you consider New York in your choices to move?
4: No. New York makes me panic.
2: It's like a panicky, like I have a, like, I am a comic with anxiety. Isn't that crazy? Um, yeah, it just, it made my heart beat too fast. It was because I, I stayed with someone and she was like, we're going to hit five mics tonight. And it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Yeah. You I paid for. It. I paid your- to oh. do a set. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what?
0: You paid to do a set?
2: Yeah, for the fr- it was like two dollars or something.
0: I love that you think that's not going to happen in L.A.
2: <laughs> Paying to do a set?
0: Yeah. Well, when you take an Uber to every set and they give well, you nothing.
2: Yeah. No, but I've never like paid to be like, can I can I speak to people on your show? Before? Yeah. Like that's so. Bizarre. That's a
0: little. I mean, some of those things they wouldn't have any audience though unless they did that. Yeah. I and mean, although in this case the audience sometimes those audiences are just the other guys and gals waiting to get on. Yeah. But at my level, it's a totally different thing.
1: <laughs>
0: Sydney Opera House. It's my open mic night.
1: <laughs>
0: um, so it just panics you. Was it the stand-up part of it that panicked you about New York or just the honking and the it just seems stress like a, of New York?
2: Yeah, the stress of New York, I guess, and the hustle. Just uh, I, And I will say that all the comedians that I've seen that come up from New York are amazing.
0: Oh. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs>
2: like when i said that you just heard me say todd berry is amazing what's that that's
0: uh, weird that i didn't hear the beginning of that yeah i just heard the good part
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i'll play back the tape later <laughs> what'd she say no you know which part of get to that part <laughs> do you um but are you gonna have a car
2: yeah i think so i you can't not have one doesn't
0: I haven't rented a car the last few trips to L.A.
4: What have you done? Have you taken just public travel? Yeah. Oh, Uber. Okay. Yeah, I don't have a car. Really? Yeah. I don't have a car. I just uh, Uber.
0: Do you drive? Do you know how to
4: drive? I know how to drive. I mean, I just don't have one. Wow. I know it's weird. It's weird, but I, I, it, it works for me. I also live in Laurel Canyon. I'm kind of in the middle of everything. So I don't, if, if, if I take an Uber, I don't have to go very far forever, you know. So I kind of like it. It's kind of freeing. Have you not. ever had a female Uber driver? Yeah. You have? Yeah. Is I it? had a female Uber driver. Uh, n- two of them, I remember, one uh, one was h- named Elvira, and the other was named Aphrodite. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, maybe they're made-up names. It's kind of like, um, I'm not sure why you would make up a name to be an Uber driver, but... I don't know. Maybe that's in an episode of The Wire. Yeah. How
2: many callbacks can we do? Yeah, is there like a limit?
0: Callbacks are kind of my thing. Okay, well,
2: callback. I'd appreciate it if you let me do
0: all the callbacks. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm a big callback guy. Yeah. People say, oh, he's he's the callback guy, right? Yeah, it's just. (laughs) I mean, people do callbacks, but no one doesn't like (laughs) Todd (laughs) Berry. Literally, like, the first 10 minutes is new material, and then. The next 40 minutes is calling back to the first 10 minutes. <laughs> yes. he's, he's made it his thing, and you really, you know, if you, you can try it, but he's the guy.
2: <laughs>
0: I just went off on a little tear, man. Yeah. When do you move?
2: Uh, October 5th. Okay. Less than two weeks. Driving? Yeah. From Toronto? Yeah. Going to do shows in a few cities on the way down. Which cities? Let's hear them. Uh, we're doing Chicago, Who's Kansas, we? and Denver. Um, Steph Tolliv and I, my new roommate. Okay. She's a very funny comic from here. Chicago? Chicago, Kansas, and Denver.
0: Kansas City or Kansas? I
2: think
4: it's Kansas City. People keep asking me that, and I'm just hoping we show up at the right Kansas City. I think it's probably Kansas City, because I don't think there's any cities in Kansas um with the word Kansas in it.
0: Uh, Kansas City, Missouri is actually, oh, it's both, it's in both states. It's
4: in both states, okay, yeah, yeah. so. You're
0: yeah. probably in Missouri.
4: America's
2: confusing. <laughs> yeah, it's confusing.
4: <laughs> you got your th- opening line. <laughs> <laughs> I did a show in Kansas City and um I was so sick that I had to bring a bucket on stage with me cuz I was vomiting during the show. That's punk rock. That's it was really pu- punk It was rock. kind of punk rock but it was not cuz I mean it was just stupid because I was like I had like stomach flu but I wasn't going to I wasn't going to cancel. So I brought the bucket on and then I I vomited all over the dressing room and I realized I better bring a bucket on stage with me. And so then I vomited a couple times oh in my the show. God. You know who did that um also Bobcat Goldthwait used to drink like a six-pack of Diet Coke on stage and then vomit it all into a bucket. No. It in the 80s. I know it's weird. Why would you do that? Well, I did it because I was sick. I think he just well, yeah. did it for fun. I'm not sure if it's part of his act. I think he didn't have enough material or something, <laughs> no. so he <we> would just <laughs> try to stretch by doing that, which is it, would, it takes up a lot of time to vomit I, that many yeah. Diet Wow, I would
0: never heard that. No, He was big into, he used to drink Tab, right?
4: Oh, it wasn't Diet Coke, it was Tab, yeah.
0: Which is a weird soda that they used to make in 1971. <laughs> yeah.
4: So part of the Tab drinking was that he would just uh, vomit it up, and I think that if you did drink them all, all really fast in succession, you would vomit, you would have to vomit it up.
2: I hadn't written any new material in a long time, and uh, I made a web series called Amanda Taste Things. Oh yeah? Um, yeah. Oh. Uh, because I felt bad about not writing new material, so that's what I did.
0: That is new material, though. Is it? It's something. It's generating something, right?
2: They're thirty seconds long, and when I uh, eat wet cat food, so check it out.
4: Ew! Like
2: cat. Uh, w- oh, like uh, out of a can. Oh, yeah. And that's I chased gross. it with cat milk. Whiskas cat milk.
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's great.
0: But New York scares you.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah.
0: on that slam, I think I need to. <laughs> I always run, I always run, I fuck up the timing, even with my big clock. Can I bring out another uh, yeah, Canadian? Please do, yeah. Please welcome. Thanks for Amanda, thank you. Oh, thank Let's you. hear from Amanda. <laughs> another com- Canadian comic, people. I could have had anyone, I could have kept it all American. I said, no, I'm in Canada, I'm going to show some respect. (laughs) And then pat myself on the back (laughs) for doing something that's not really that big a deal. Okay, Trevor Wilson, everyone.
3: Nice, all of those.
0: Kevin, I got a little ahead of schedule. You have 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Well, behind is what
3: I meant, not ahead. Well, thanks for having me. Did we do the show with Louie at the... Yeah, yeah, at the Sony Center yeah. back in uh, 2012. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Oh. <laughs> I was watching a, video, a YouTube video
0: of you today, and uh, like eight minutes in, it was good, but then I hear the but I guess the cameraman goes, this guy's fucking hilarious.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's Just
0: like it's like you can't talk when you're next to the cameraman.
3: <laughs> like you
0: just it's just kicked in. Oh, this guy really this guy's fucking hilarious.
2: Unless you paid him
0: to do that. That's kind of smart. <laughs> that is, yeah, cuz I've had I've have watched sometimes they'll get opening acts and they'll they'll send me a YouTube to see if, like if I want someone opening and they'll they'll have a guy like you'll hear the cameraman talking louder than anything that's going on stage. But yeah. this was a good one cuz it was a surprise.
3: Oh nice. Oh, I have to isn't that sweet. <laughs> okay, you can go now. <laughs> so kind of that random cameraman to say.
0: Now let me ask you this. I saw when I was looking you up, I saw yeah. you on a page on this hum- humble, humble college. What is it called? Humber? Humber College. What is that about?
3: Uh yeah, to college. Uh, is a real college it a, re- a comedy to, college? It's a real college and they have a, a comedy writing and performance program. Oh, I
0: thought it was a full-on comedy college.
3: No, no, it's just like one of the courses that they offer. It's, it's a real legitimate college that teaches other things like uh cabinet making uh and and golf course management. Um and uh and comedy. And you went there? I went there. I was in the, the first two-year program back in 2000. And it was a comedy-intensive? Yeah. Yeah, it was like, uh, we, we did a little bit of everything, improv, uh, sketch writing, uh, we did clown and comedia dell'arte, we did physical comedy, uh, stand-up class, uh, which Larry Horowitz Did you taught. do stand-up dell'arte? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all wore masks and played very loud, overdone Italian characters. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I am high status. You are low. We will switch by the end of the show. (laughs) (laughs) That's every Comedia dell'arte play, by the way. I've summarized that entire theater. So do you have like a degree in comedy? Uh, No, I didn't graduate. There you go. Uh, Well, you're proving my next point
0: is like, why do they teach this?
3: Uh... To make money, um, there you go it's uh, I'd, I'd say the best thing I got from the program, uh, like the, a lot of the teachers were in professional comedians, and so we had access to people in the business that uh, uh, you'd probably if you were just grinding it out in, in open mics, you probably wouldn't be talking to right off the hop. but you probably shouldn't be talking to them that early, right?
0: <laughs> I need and, an agent. I have forty seconds of material. <laughs>
3: Uh, but it, it created a, a support group. It was a whole bunch of people trying to do the same thing, so it just introduced me to a, a group of friends that uh, uh, a lot of us, a lot of us from that class, are still still doing it. Uh, one of the guys from my class uh, opened up the comedy bar, which is one of the venues. Oh, I like the comedy bar. It's a fun place. Yeah. I no just... offense, Second City, you're great too. That <laughs> uh, that's the
0: uh, you know, that was the way to handle that. Yeah. <laughs> I would, have ha- I would have taken a lot of heat from that. <laughs> You're bringing guests on who trashed the I
3: don't, I don't want to get anyone in trouble here. The Second City is a, a lovely venue. The best comedy bar in the back of a sports theme pub I've, I've played in. <laughs> in this city.
1: <laughs>
3: I'll have to check it out sometime.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, uh, what was I going to ask you? Do, do, do. Opening for Louie, that was fun. Oh, yeah.
3: That was a lot of fun. Although the first time I met you was like a few months before that at the Montreal Just for Laughs. Yeah. And uh, you gave me one of my my favorite stories because I just won an award uh, called the Homegrown Award. It was like a best new comic Uh thing that they have in Montreal. And then uh, my buddy Tim Steves at the after party introduced me to you. And it was like, he just won the Homegrown Award. And you went, oh, that's great. What's a Homegrown Award? And (laughs) I was like, I needed to hear that. (laughs) That brought me back down. Thank you. <laughs> so you're you're saying I engaged you. <laughs> <laughs> like I was a polite
0: person who listened to yeah. what you said and then acknowledged yeah. it and then asked you questions. You were wonderful you
3: and it was very funny. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I got defensive. I'm sorry.
3: No, it's okay. <laughs>
0: and I still don't know what homegrown award is. <laughs> Although I can probably figure it out. You're like, "Hey, born and raised in Canada, one of ours." That's He's the yeah, best of all. That's <laughs> can't believe you didn't graduate from that college. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's all right, because they tell everyone I did
0: now. They do. I mean, it popped up. Like, oh, this guy, he's like a famous alumnus.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm on the alumni page. They, they, they take credit for me. Uh, I'm hoping they give me a diploma, because my mom really wants to see that. <laughs> it's kind of the receipt she didn't get. <laughs> <laughs> There's a... <laughs>
0: There's something that will impress your mom more than that, and that's when you say, Mom, uh, you might want to listen to the latest Todd Berry podcast episode. <laughs> I come on last when he had 30 seconds left. And he shortchanged me. But. Uh, <laughs> are you going to move to the States?
3: Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty busy in Canada. I got a TV right. show here. What's your TV show? Uh, it's called Letter Kenny. It's on TV. <laughs> Thank you very I watched, much. I watch
0: like the... Uh, 'Cause I was researching and I watched the uh it like the the promo for it? It was yeah. really these guys are getting in a fight. Oh yeah, yeah. It was funny.
3: It's uh it's a fun show. It's about a fictional small town and the idiots who live there, and we all fight each other until we have to team up for the good of the town. Can I be on no, the show? No, letter Kenny. I said it out loud. <laughs> Can I be on the show? Oh probably, yeah. I really don't have that much power. I'm just, uh, like, I, I work for the guys that run the show. That's what I say
0: when I don't want to help someone who I could actually help. I don't have any power to work to help you get into this club I've been working on for 30 years.
3: We're just always really surprised even. in Canada when Americans want to come up here and work for our... We, we won't pay you well. Like Oh, I know that.
0: You think I don't know that? I remember the first time I played at one of the clubs, I'm not going to mention which one, but the guy's like, he was like, welcome, and you know you're taking work away from Canadian comedians. (laughs) Because you gave me the work? Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Because you asked me to come up here? It's pretty nice of me not to out that person. I'm not saying they're gay, I'm just saying to name their name. (laughs) crowd get all chill on that one <laughs> they're like hey man what were you saying what do you mean <laughs> they really want to know who it is do you do, what, what kind of touring do you do here
3: uh, I just uh, did a bunch of uh, college and university gigs and uh, now I'm doing I got uh, tonight I'm in uh, Oshawa doing the Germ Comedy Fest and then I got uh, three shows here at JFL 42 and then I go to Calgary for uh, YYC Fest I'm going to be there Right on. we'll talk about that later sweet harry will be happy we mentioned it oh i'm gonna well i'll charge him for that yeah
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you uh so how often do you film the show like how many how many seasons have you done
3: uh we we just uh wrapped season two in june uh and we're coming back we're starting season three in february because we decided to do a winter season because uh, It'll be uncomfortable in We day. hate our crew, I guess <laughs> We're going to be outside in Sudbury in February In where? Uh, Sudbury, Ontario It's four hours north of here It's a mining community where we film the TV show And it's uh, it's cold as balls in the wintertime See, all I'm thinking when you said that I was like, oh, what kind of, what's the hotel situation would be like there? Oh, I'll be living in a travel lodge That is, that is gritty Yeah <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't even think they have a rewards program travel. They, they got the Wyndham rewards. It's weird that you knew that. Yeah. No. I, I, I lived there for a month, and they have the uh, a giant cutout of the Wyndham rewards wizard next to the uh, elevator just doing this, and it's the crazy red-headed guy from Game of Thrones who so really puts you off every time the elevator opens. There's just a smiley bearded lunatic waiting there for you.
2: I thought you said women rewards at first. Did
3: anyone else hear that? I was like, Jesus. Yeah. What does that mean? Only women get rewards at the travel lodge. A girl came. No, but don't it's connected to a Perkins, so it's pretty sweet. Oh my god. So it's like doing one of your first road gigs ever. Yeah. You can get a great big breakfast and cry. Oh my god. I'll still do the show. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I just need to commute to the Four Seasons in Toronto every day. Yeah. <laughs> there are nicer hotels in Sudbury. We're just not put up in them. Seriously? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so you're actually staying in a travel lodge? Probably, yeah. We've been, uh, they've been cool to us. So I, I've, uh, I'm probably fucked up through the whole deal for the... We're going to get a call yeah, from sure the producers. The travel lodge pulled out. Uh <laughs> <laughs> now no, it's gonna be really cold in those sleeping bags. <laughs> now it's because nice you can drink in the parking lot. Uh, okay. They really don't give you a. Hard- in fact, the girl from Perkins brought us ice once. That was really great. Ice. So you just
0: said it's the coldest place in
3: the world, and they are like... Well, in, in February, the last season, we shot it in June, so we were having a cocktail party out by the picnic tables, oh. and the girl brought us ice for our Caesars. Right. This is, you guys are pretty method with this, huh? <laughs> it was not allowed to do in Sudbury.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I won't take that <laughs> They just told me to wrap it up, so let's, let's do this. I, you had a line in your act that I think should be the title of your uh,
3: next album, if it's not already. If you have an album. I have one out right now called Sex Cop Fire Penis. Wish we had more time.
0: (laughs) Uh, The phrase it used is, salads don't ignite. You can use that. Thank you, bud. (laughs) I'm giving you permission to use something that I got from your act.
3: Yep. (laughs) Uh, do you have anything you want to plug, Trevor? Oh, uh, well, I got uh, uh, three shows coming up next week. Uh, well, this week, uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, as part of JFL yeah, Forty Two. It's, it's not
0: a lie, but it's not literally being beamed. Live
3: okay. Right uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, check out Letterkenny Kenny on Crave TV. Thanks for being here,
0: Amanda, Brooke, Perry, and Margaret Cho. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>